0: Welcome back to the Planes, Planes, and More Planes podcast. I'm your host, Gregory Girard. We're back with episode 3 of our mini-series where we take a look at the top 5 planes that change the world. This week, we'll be talking about three planes that tie for the number 3 spot. The Hawker Hurricane, the Supermarine Spitfire, and the North American P-51D Mustang. I want to start off by saying that most aircraft from World War II are iconic: the Avro Lancaster, the De Havilland Mosquito, several iterations of Messerschmitt and Grumman aircraft, the Mint bc Zero, and many others. Unfortunately, I don't have enough time or episodes to talk about all of them in the series as much as I would like to. Just want to let everyone know that all the planes mentioned were considered for this series, and I'll have places on the honorable mentions list. With that being said, let's take a closer look at the three planes on our list today. The Hawker Hurricane is one of the most underappreciated aircraft in history, largely due to the presence of the Supermarine Spitfire. The Spitfire had cleaner lines and much better handling compared to the Hurricane, making it more popular amongst pilots and more marketable for propaganda. However, the Hurricane was actually the better plane for combat if you could get it to line up on an enemy. While the Spitfire and the Hurricane had the same amount of guns, the Hurricanes were grouped, whereas the Spitfires were spaced out along the wing. This configuration meant that the Hurricane could produce more powerful and more condensed fire, compared to the Spitfire. In addition, during the Battle of Britain, which is where the Spitfire gained most of its notoriety, more Hurricanes were participating compared to the Spitfire. As a result, the Hurricane was responsible for shooting down several bombers and several more aircraft overall, compared to the Spitfire. Yet, the Spitfire was getting more recognition in the media and amongst pilots. Almost every Air Force Enlistee that was able to pilot wanted to be flying the Spitfire, not the Hurricane. However, without the Hurricane, the enemy Air Force would have suffered many fewer casualties during the Battle of Britain and throughout the war. Plus, the Hurricane introduced one of the most important technologies in aviation history, the retractable landing gear. But that's not to say that the Spitfire didn't play a big role too. The Supermarine Spitfire was largely tasked with chasing the enemy fighter escorts away from the bombers they were protecting. As a result, the Hurricanes were able to get a lot of the kills as mentioned above. While the Spitfire chased the escorts away from the action, the Hurricanes swooped in to attack the unprotected bombers and deflect the fighters focused on the Spitfires. Another benefit the Spitfire gave to the Allies was its versatility. The Spitfire was produced in 23 different variations, that featured upgrades, wing changes, naval variants, and more, allowing it to operate in every theater of war. Finally, the Spitfire was produced in larger numbers than any other British aircraft. That meant that the Spitfire was the likely plane that a friend or a relative at the time was flying in, or the plane that the population saw and recognized flying overhead, thanks to its lack of rarity and its popularity in the propaganda. The Spitfire name became recognizable just like the Boeing X-7 series or the Airbus A3X0 series we fly in today. Also, many Spitfires have lasted to this day which are currently flying or located in museums, inspiring others to get into aviation and develop planes of tomorrow. In addition, the Spitfire introduced a bunch of new technology to its airframe which helped in the production of future aircraft. Finally, we have the North American P-51D Mustang. The Mustang is probably best described as the American Spitfire. Highly recognizable, a great fighter, and one of, if not the longest serving military propeller aircraft, retiring after 40 years worth of service. The Mustang was originally developed to use the Allison V-1710 engine that was later upgraded for use in the P-38 Lightning. At the time, though, the engine had poor high-altitude performance. As a result, the plane was given an engine change to the engine that powered all of the aircraft we've talked about today, the Rolls-Royce Merlin. The Merlin is an engine that could take up an entire episode. It powered the Spitfire, the Hurricane, and the Mustang, along with the Avro Lancaster, the de Havilland Mosquito, the Hanley-Page Halifax, and more. While the P-51 used a slightly modified North American variant of the Merlin that had better performance, when the Merlin was fitted to the Mustang, suddenly the Allies had a plane that could escort their bombers deep into Germany. The Spitfire and Hurricane both lacked the range to deeply and safely fly into Germany and back, needing to take extra drop tanks to carry the fuel, or to take out much of the excess weight, usually by taking out some of the weapons and the wings, to reduce drag and increase fuel efficiency. With the Mustang, many of the factories that were unreachable in the eastern part of the country suddenly became targets, which helped shut down German industrial production near the end of the war. In the Pacific Theater, the Mustangs could escort the bombers into Japan from an American military bases several hundred miles away. The best part was that the Mustang didn't suffer much, if any, loss of performance while dogfighting as a result. While the Spitfire had a much better turn radius and a bit better visibility in a dogfight compared to the Mustang, the Mustang could escort the bombers deep into Germany, dogfight some fighters, and still make it back safely with some fuel to spare, whereas the Spitfires and Hurricanes could not. Overall, while none of the planes featured today were really amazing technical marvels that changed the world of aviation design or that changed the world's technology at the time, of course, aside from the Hurricane introducing the retractable undercarriage and or the Spitfire introducing some minorly new design ideas to help produce drag and increase speed, what the planes did do was change the outcome of World War II. Without the Hurricane or the Spitfire, the Battle of Britain likely would have been lost as the two planes complemented each other very well. In addition, Allied air superiority, which is usually necessary to win a war, would have been much harder if not impossible to come by without one of, and especially both, of the Spitfire and Hurricane. Finally, the Mustang allowed the Allies to finish the war off, providing another superior fighter in addition to a long-range escort which allowed bombing raids to target previously unreachable facilities that had kept enemy industrial production up. Not to mention, seeing these planes fly has inspired several thousands of people throughout the past nine decades to become pilots or get involved in aviation, whether it be as a pilot, as an air traffic controller, as a helper at an aviation or war museum, or as a member of the military helping to manage and repair today's fighter jets. That concludes our third episode of our five-part miniseries on the Planes, Planes, and More Planes podcast. Tune in next week to see plane number two on our list. Until then, I've been Gregory Girard. thank you all for listening, and we'll see you again next time.